Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome in to another March to Match Day as Atlanta United prepares to head north of the border to face Toronto FC on Saturday night. Kickoff is at 7.39. Our Five Stripes countdown will start here on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app at 7 p.m. So many different chapters to lead us to this match, and it's been a busy week. We have to get you caught up on everything in the Atlanta United universe. And let's start with the result last weekend, the 1-1 draw at Yankee Stadium against NYCFC. A very good point on the road for Atlanta United, but it was one that came at a cost. Franco Ibarra red-carded in the second half. We'll talk about him and his potential replacements here in a bit. Brad Gazan got the the point in the draw, but also was injured in a first-half collision with Gabriel Siegel. No card was issued to Siegel on the play. Contact with Brad Gazan. He has an MCL injury, and he will be out for 10 to 12 weeks. He finished the match, made some huge plays during the night on an injured MCL. Just incredible resilience from Brad Gazan, the captain of Atlanta United. Let's get caught up on what happens next for Atlanta. Let's start with Amar Sadich, who spoke to the media on Tuesday. Here is Amar speaking about Brad Gazan. How big of a loss will it be in the locker room and on the field to have Brad gone for at least 10 weeks? No, huge. I mean, uh, the mood was definitely kind of sad seeing him in a little brace today, so... Um, I mean, everybody feels for him, especially, you know, coming back from that Achilles injury and then to have for us to be playing in the form we were in and then for to, to lose our main leader, it's it's definitely uh, it's sad. But uh, we all know Brad, he's a warrior and uh, he's kind of that guy who's going to who's going to stay positive and, and, and make sure that, you know, we're still uh, getting things done on and off the field as a team. And uh, and yeah, it's the next man up mentality. Yeah. Next man up mentality for Atlanta United, and the next man up in the goalkeeper core is Quentin Westberg, an experienced goalkeeper who joined Atlanta United in the offseason from Toronto FC. Crazy coincidence, huh? Here is Quentin speaking about building chemistry with his backline. The question that came to him from Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution 
was about Juan Operata, Miles Robinson, Brooks Lennon having a lot of time playing together and having chemistry, and does that help him? Quentin took it a little bit further in terms of building chemistry. Here's Quentin Westberg. Yeah, I, I think uh, you, you, you put on a good point. Chemistry is very important. It's uh, Whether it's in training, and obviously you develop it in game where it's uh, a little bit more um, challenging, obviously, but... This is what preseason was uh, was here for, and this is also part of the job. When um, at first you work, but you don't really get the reward of playing, you need to understand that you need to sync and you need to to connect with the guys in front of you. Whether it's in training, whether it's in the locker room, it's all over the all over the place. So that connection on the field for sure is very important, and you develop it by playing 90 minutes in official games and in in, in more difficult or challenging uh, situations, but it doesn't mean you can't connect elsewhere and, and in different ways also. There was good news this week in the Atlanta United universe. Caleb Wiley making his first appearance next week in a U.S. men's senior national team group as he will be part of the roster to face Mexico in a friendly in Arizona next Wednesday. He won't miss any time with Atlanta United. He will head to camp after the match in Toronto and rejoin training ahead of next Sunday's match against Chicago at home. Caleb Wiley has been part of youth national teams. He will probably be part of the U-20 World Cup coming up here very soon, but this is his first opportunity with the senior national team. Interim manager Anthony Hudson called him up for this roster. Here's his manager with Atlanta United, Gonzalo Pineda, speaking about Caleb Wiley. Not at all. Not at all. If something is uh, is for me uh, great news for the club, for Caleb's family, for Caleb, uh, for the academies, I think uh, looking back at all the path of Caleb through all those uh, you know, years in the academy and now those kids are now 12, 14 in the academies and they see uh, final product, a, a guy that is starting every game with Atlanta and a guy that is now with the national team at 18 years old, I think is motivation for all of them and for all the coaches that are doing a great job in the academies for, uh, you know, everyone working uh, alongside in that path for, for Caleb to be here. It's just, it's just great news for everyone here in this club, in this building. Uh, but obviously very happy for Caleb because he's the one that has been grinding, he's been fighting, he's been competing, he's been having good days, bad days on training, bad days in the games. Uh, and, and, and he overcome many adversity. So uh, very, very happy for him and, and, and this uh, first of many call-ups with the national team. How do you all message that to the kids in the academy? Well, I think they see it. I think it's self-explanatory, right? Uh, they, they know the path that Caleb had, and they know that the only reason why he's here is because of the hard work and because of a good mentality, uh, maturity uh, at a young age, and that's what you need. It's not about the talents that you have. It's about working very hard every day, the professionalism, the mentality, overcome adversities, uh, you know, and he did all that, and that's why he's in this position. So the message is clear for all of them. Uh, uh, they have all the possibilities to become the next Caleb Wiley. All right, let's start to move ahead to the Toronto match. I mentioned Franco Ibarra earlier, red carded at Yankee Stadium in the second half. It was an incident with James Sands, 50-50 ball in the midfield. Both players come into it full speed. Sands actually hits the ball first with his left foot as he's planting 
that knocks the ball away to the side. Ibarra comes through swinging. Sands comes through swinging, and Ibarra ends up, I don't want to say in the, the stronger position here because they both go flying, but Ibarra gets the red card since Sands got to the ball first, even if it was accidental with the left foot as he's planting to hit it with his right. So he's out for this match. He's been a huge part of Atlanta United's success so far in 2023, Franco Ibarra, bringing the physicality in the midfield, but also quality on the ball. How he gets replaced is going to be an interesting dilemma for Gonzalo Pineda. There are plenty of options, and Gonzalo speaks about that in our first clip in this section of March to Match Day. You will also hear from two players who will likely be part of this, either from the start or during the match in terms of replacing Franco Ibarra. Mateus Hosechu spoke to the media on Tuesday. Here's Hosechu speaking about playing a little bit deeper in the midfield and his mentality when he does that, followed up by Amar Sadic speaking about the needs of the midfield with Franco Ibarra out. So Gonzalo Pineda speaking about competition for playing time, not just in the midfield, but specifically looking at the midfield. Mateus Hosechu and then Amar Sadic. Yeah, it's been very good. I think the intensity has been very good. All of them, you know, and not just because of Franco out. I think in general, every week I see a lot of competition in different positions. Some of them I cannot reward with minutes just because of the situations of the games. But there are many, many guys that haven't played a minute in the season that deserve more than that. It's just the moment of some of the players is really, really good. But they are doing a great job at competing every every day and that helps the others to raise the level so i'm very happy with that actually it's a very good cultural thing that we're changing and and is is working so happy with everyone competing for that spot um, especially now in the midfield but in general fullbacks center backs uh, attackers uh, attacking midfielders i mean they are all doing a great job Mas atrás de não poder marcar olho, porque a gente não vai estar gatando, pero, é, pero bien, se necessitar jogar um pouco mais atrás, eu vou jogar também, pero me gusta mais, jogar como sala de jogar como 8, de boxe em boxe, creio que aí me sinto mais confortável para jogar, para atacar também, para dar mais assistência para Luiz, para Thiago, para, para Giacomago também, então, para mim, eu, eu quero jogar mais adelante, pero se tem uma oportunidade de jogar atrás, tem que jogar também, o mais importante é a equipe estar bem e ganhar os três pontos. Playing further back, I, I think I, I probably wouldn't score as many goals. Uh, but that's something I've talked about with Gonzalo is, is playing more of that, uh, that eight, that box-to-box midfielder, uh, be able, being able to get into the attack and, and to provide goals and assists uh, to the other guys we have in the attack. You know, Gigi, Thiago, Luis, uh, Derek, and all those guys. So, um, but of course, whatever the team needs comes first. So, if I'm needed to play in that role, then, then I can do it. No, just the, the duel, the duels, aerial duels, uh, predicting passes, I think as well. Uh, second balls are going to be important as well because um, Toronto like to play a lot through the middle with the, with the talented midfield that they have. So kind of trying to be always alert, uh, cutting off passing lanes especially. And uh, yeah, if there, is a, if there is a challenge to be won, we need to be there for the first one, but also the second one. Uh-huh. Next up on March to Match Day, let's look at the opponents, Toronto FC. And when you have an opportunity to talk about Toronto in Atlanta, you have to talk to Quentin Westberg. 
Spent a number of years with TFC. Westberg will likely be in goal, replacing Brad Gazan this week. First year in Atlanta after a long run with Toronto. I had the chance to ask Quentin on Thursday what Toronto brings to the table that can be a threat to Atlanta United in this match. Here's Quentin Westberg. Toronto has very, very good uh, individualities. They have a lot of quality, and they're able to create great football at stance. Um, they have a lot of quality players, a lot of clinical players up front. They have amazing role players, guys that can adapt tactically and can respond and have a ton of experience. So you can expect you know, them to be overwhelming at times, especially at BMO Field, them to, to be front-footed. But uh, as we all know, there are, you know, there are downsides to their qualities also that we can exploit. So it, I think we have a lot to, 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 to come against them. And yes, knowing their qualities is, is for sure once more a safety net for us, knowing that, yes, they can be clinical and lethal uh, with the quality they have up top. We always like to catch up with the national broadcasters who are covering Atlanta United matches, and this week is no exception. Apple TV, MLS Season Pass, your home for all of Major League Soccer on television. This game will be on Season Pass on the free side of things, so if you haven't subscribed yet, this is a good opportunity to sample it. Keith Costigan and our old buddy Maurice Adu will be on the call had the chance to talk to Keith Costigan for the first time. One of my favorite commentators around the country does great work uh, across a number of properties, not even just Apple TV. Uh, he was on CONCACAF Champions League last night, for example. Here's Keith Costigan about someone that he knows very well, Bob Bradley, and how he assesses Bradley's tenure in Toronto so far. Here's Keith. It's been mixed. I, I think Bob would be the first to tell you that. Um you know, I, I think he is a great manager, but until you know your lineup and you know the identity of a group, how do you start judging somebody? And last year, you, you felt like, obviously, you knew the moves were going to come mid-season, right? So you're waiting for that, and they're struggling, and then the players come, and then there's that betting in period. And I, I think the biggest surprise last year was there was never that launch. Like, you know, the, the players came in, you went, there was still people saying Toronto were going to make a push, and it, it never materialized. Um, and then you come into this season and you say, okay, well, we have our pieces from day one, and then you get key injuries, like uh, Insigne is going to be the, the centerpiece of the attack, goes down. And I would argue Toronto more than anybody in terms of how much they've actually put into those uh, you know, designated players and bigger-name players means that the squad is stretched a little bit. So when they're out, there, there is a real you know, uh, lack of similar quality replacements. So I, I would say I don't, you know, I know Bob, Bob is, Bob is one of my favorite coaches. I think he's done an excellent right. job, but I don't think, I don't think he will be pleased with the job that he's done so far, but I would also preface that with, we, we haven't seen him with the, with the squad available yet. And until that happens, you know, the, the jury's still out. I, I, I will say they've only lost one game this season, the opening game. So in every other game they've been in, despite the fact they're missing key players. So that that suggests, you know, we could be ready to see Toronto making a step when those players become available again. You can hear my whole conversation with Keith Costigan on the Off the Woodwork podcast at 92.9 The Game and on the Odyssey app. 
Uh, great conversation with Keith, one of the best play-by-play commentators on TV these days. Keith is a UEFA A-licensed coach, and he understands the game at a very, very high level. When we started talking about keys to the game, we were on the same page here as I've looked at the Toronto match, and we talked about it last time these teams played, as the middle of the park. They might cancel each other out to a degree. I feel like Atlanta has an opportunity on the flanks to take advantage in this one. But it's not that easy because the right side for Toronto is really interesting with Richie Larea, who's going to get forward. You know that's his game. He's going to get forward every opportunity that he can. And Federico Bernardeschi, who's one of the most talented players in the league. Bernardeschi, maybe not someone who loves to get on involved on the defensive side. At times, Toronto will, will turn it a little bit more into a, a 4-2-2-2 or a 4-diamond-2 with Bernardeschi staying high rather than dropping defensively. They try to find ways to, to balance that. But that side of the pitch, and whether this is going to be Andrew Gutman, who is back in contention to start, or Caleb Wiley, who started the last two games at left back, that side could be where this game turns on its head. Here's Keith Costigan on the potential matchup between Bernardeschi and Caleb Wiley. I look at that matchup with Bernadeschi uh, on the right and, and Caleb Wiley perhaps getting forward, um, you know, from, from left back if, if that's where he starts again. You know, I think Bernadeschi is one of those players that, you know, can change a game in an instant. But I also think he likes to get forward. Does he like to get back? I think, you know, Caleb, watching a, a teenager who, by the way, has just got an international call up, who's probably feeling very, very good about himself right now. I, I would imagine that the message from Atlanta is, Caleb, you can get forward. Make sure you punish them for, you know, rather than sitting a defender there and not forcing, you know, Bernadeschi to do both sides of the, the, the game. So I think that battle um, is one that really sticks out to me in terms of who wins that battle. Who is going to, is Bernadeschi going to be so, uh, hey, it's so obvious he's not tracking back. It's easy for, for Wiley or is Bernadeschi going to be so lively that we don't see Caleb getting forward in attack, and, and that's kind of balanced out. So that's the one area that I, I look to um, that, that I'm interested in seeing for sure, particularly ahead of Caleb you know, joining up with the national team. I think what a great test to play against such a, a great player um, and, and see, see how he deals with that tactical balance. Last time these teams played, it finished 1-1, and Atlanta United probably felt like there were more points in that for the five stripes. Can they get them in Toronto? It's not an easy place to get results. It's not an easy team to defeat. They're unbeaten in their last six. Five of those have been draws. It feels like for Toronto, and we talked about it with Keith Costigan in the full interview with him, They've turned themselves into a difficult team to beat, and it feels like a little bit of a foundational move for Bob Bradley because the attack is not clicking as of yet. Adama Diamande listed as out for this match. Lorenzo Insigne has been upgraded to questionable prior to the match. Uh, The talk last week was that Insigne could make his return against Atlanta United in this match. I'd be absolutely shocked if it's from the start. So with the injuries, not being able to get things going on the attacking side just yet, Bob Bradley has made this team a difficult one to score goals on, a difficult one to beat. 
scoreless draw with Nashville last week. So Atlanta United is going to have to work for anything that they get out of this. But that's something this team has done very well this season. This Atlanta United side has shown a, a level of grit and scrappiness that will serve it well in a match like this one. I don't think there's going to be a ton of chances in this one. I think Toronto will possibly be a little more expansive at home in front of their home fans. But Atlanta United's going to have to make the most of the opportunities that they get. Yorgos Yakumakis, we've seen that so far in his time in Atlanta. Someone who always wants the ball, but is also efficient in the opportunities that he gets. It was a huge goal for him at Yankee Stadium on a great cross from Tiago Almada. Almada was held out of training earlier in the week. He did train fully on Thursday. Assessments will be made in terms of his availability for the weekend. It's expected that he will be available, but could there be a little bit of a limitation on him in terms of minutes played? We don't know yet. Uh, we don't know what the left side is going to look like for Atlanta yet with Caleb Wiley in great form with Andrew Gutman back after starting the first few games of the year. Then injured, Derek Etienne has started the last few games of the season. Uh, the midfield, as we've talked about, without Franco Ibarra, Santiago Sosa would be the most like-for-like -like replacement. But there are possibilities, and we saw it last year with Mateus Hosechu playing in that deep-lying role of Marseidic in front of him. If Almada is not available for 90 or not available from the start, that complicates the midfield even further. You would expect to see Miles Robinson, Juan Operata, Brooks Lennon, Yorgos Yakimakis up top, Luis Adarujo on the right side. Uh, and I would expect to see a Marseille somewhere in that midfield as well. But we will have to wait and see when this lineup comes out. Going to be an interesting one in Toronto. Uh, it's one of those trips where I feel like this is a, a winnable game for Atlanta United, but it's not a game that is an easy win on the road. I don't know if there's any game in Major League Soccer that's an easy win on the road, frankly, but this one is definitely not on that list. This is a very solid team that is still trying to find their way, in my opinion, in Toronto. But Bob Bradley has done the right thing here this season in terms of dealing with the injuries that they have on the attacking side. And it's something that maybe he didn't do enough last year. They are stout defensively. They are not an easy team to get goals on. They're not an easy team to get chances on. That's maybe a little bit against type for a Bob Bradley team. It's serving his team well so far. We'll see how it goes against Atlanta United on Saturday night. Broadcast information, 7 p.m. is when the Five Stripes Countdown starts. That's on 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. If for some reason you can't listen to us on either one of those platforms, we will be on Sirius XMFC this weekend, also starting at 7 o'clock. Kickoff will be 7.39. You can watch in English and Spanish on Apple TV's MLS Season Pass. In English, Keith Costigan and Mo Edu will have the call for you. We will have the five, the uh, the full time report after the final whistle. It will be abbreviated because we have a plane to catch to get back to Atlanta, and then get ready for next week when it is a Sunday match, the first one of those of the year, as Atlanta United hosts the Chicago Fire at Mercedes Benz Stadium. March to match day will return next Friday to get you ready for that but also busy week next week. And thank you to everybody who is checking out all of our content on Off the Woodwork 
and at 92.9 The Game. Atlanta soccer tonight will be at 11 p.m. on Monday night. Stoppage time will be in the afternoon, 2 p.m. live on Facebook, on the 92.9 The Game Facebook page. Also on Twitch, that'll be available and posted as a podcast after. The B-sides will hit next week. Also some bonus interviews, as always. Thank you to everybody who is checking out all of the soccer content we're putting out at 92.9 The Game and Off the Woodwork. But we will see you next in Toronto on the radio, 7 p.m. Saturday night, Atlanta United, Toronto FC from BMO Field. Thanks for hanging out with me on another March to Match Day. Adios, everybody. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.